everyone. Welcome to Sexy in the Suburbs, the podcast about love, dating, relationships, lifestyle, and all the juicy happenings going on in our neighborhoods. I'm your host, Laura Lombardo. I'm a divorced mom, life coach, former dancer for the NBA's Golden State Warriors, and now an aspiring author. Well, hello, my sexy listeners. I hope everyone's doing amazingly well and getting into the groove here with the podcasting. And today I decided I'm just going to rip the bandaid off. There's going to be no foreplay. I'm diving right in to what the hell's on my mind. And I will say this, today my stress level is probably at a 9 out of 10. And this is based on a couple things. I mean, I'm doing okay. I'm not at the heart attack level or really not to be concerned. I'm just saying I'm typically pretty chill, okay? Don't laugh. Some of you who know me might not agree with that all the time. My kids might say, sometimes I stress out. That's why I do some yoga. That's why I like to keep myself chill here and there with some meditating. Okay, one of the biggest stresses in life, as we, I think we all know, there's three I've heard, moving, death, and divorce. And I have now decided to take on, well, I already tackled. The third one of those, I said divorce. So I'm going to take on the first one because I don't feel like dying yet. So I'm going to take on the first one, which is moving. And I have listed my place for sale. And let's just say I'm probably not the most easygoing client for my realtor. I mean, shock. I'm very particular. I'm kind of a perfectionist in a lot of ways. But, you know, I found a house and I'm super excited about that. The opportunity is, it's a good one for me and just excited about new beginnings and having a bigger place for my you know, son to come home from college and just for me to have a little space for my studio podcasting space. And actually, I might want to make it a combo dance room slash art room podcasting room. Who knows? But it would be a wonderful location for me to, for, for the next adventure, let's just say that, for the next part of life. And obviously, to to buy this home, I need to sell my current. And let me just say, It fucking sucks. It fucking sucks when you put your house in the market and then you got to live like every day. You don't have to stage it. I staged it myself because I have experience in that. It looks beautiful. It's got to be clean. But I mean, there's not a thing out of place most of the time. I got to make sure everything's neat. We're not using the kitchen. We're just, you know, the bed's got to be made perfect, straight, tight sheets. I don't know. I feel like I'm halfway living in a museum. It's still my, my home, but oh my God, it's just so much stress because it's, I mean, things are changing. It's definitely a buyer's market, but things are slowing down a little where I live and not as much traffic. Although I did get five showings in the first couple of days. We just went live. So I'm hopeful, but it's, it's fucking stressful. I don't know what other way to say it. So in addition to like the full-time day job and being a mom and working on the book and this business, the website and all the stuff I do and keeping friends and basically having a social life. And I love, love, love my job. And there's a lot involved with that extra, you know, events and galas and fun stuff. I get to plan a lot of the events we have. So I absolutely love it. It's right up my alley. But add to that now moving, you know, wanting to sell, wanting to make sure I sell so I get the next house. It's a lot. It's a lot. And my dog, I miss her dearly, my little princess, Leia. But she's actually staying with my ex-husband and his fiance because I can't even imagine. Oh, my God. That'd be another nightmare trying to get her out every time there's a showing. So yesterday I had three. and We basically had sometimes 20 minutes notice. I can't imagine. She's a little yapper when people come to the door and she doesn't know them. She'd be a liability. Liability. 
fluffy, cute liability in a dress that she likes to wear. And I didn't want to have to deal with that, like trying to get a dog sitter or trying to get her out every time or hide the dog food, you know, make sure she's not running around here. Then it would just limit. It would limit the showings and I don't want to miss any buyers. So, okay. Oh, got to breathe. I mean, I might need a glass of wine. I have some funny stories coming up and I do have some somewhat, I don't know if it's sage advice, but you can do what you want with it. I mean, sometimes I have some good things to say about relationship advice, judgment, just, you know, oh, funny story that happened at the gym with just being called a certain, I'll say, I'll leave it to your imagination right now, but a certain word that we ladies sometimes may not want to be called. Okay, so hang tight. Hang tight. We're going to keep it sexy. And we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. Why is that a hard word to say? Regularly. Say it fast, people. Try it with me three times. Regularly. 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 Okay, so we're back to our normal programming here, whatever normal is. And I have a story for you. It is about something that happened at the gym and you're imagination might have been going wild to the see you next Tuesday, but that's not what I was called. Okay. So just come along with me, lean into it, envision it. As I've mentioned before, I work out at this, it's a little bit nicer club, resort almost style with the pool and the palm trees, the yoga studios. But lately there's, like I said, there's this huge section of weights and it's been super crowded. Okay. Crowded the point of even when I go at off hours, it's a little uncomfortable. Like guys that can't turn their heads, their necks are so big, can't even get a bench to sit with my little 10-pounder weights. I know they look like Q-tips to some of those people, but they're not. I go up to 12.5 sometimes, so give me a break. And then, you know, there's just a lot of people in there, a lot of people working out all the time. A lot of girls in short shorts, which I could maybe still wear. My I have a decent body. Not that it matters. It's just, it's a different demographic, I think, than when I started where there was a lot of all kinds of people. It seemed like all ages. And now it seems to be more of a hardcore workout group for the most part. So I try to just put my head down, do my thing, put my AirPods in. And I'm still seeing one too many guys I've been on a date with or had some kind of pass with. And it's freaking annoying. Okay. Let me just start with that. I don't want to find a new gym. But I am at my limit when the other day I was working out and I have the AirPods in. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm clearly sweating and focused. And I see two guys walking toward me, two neighbors. Well, they're neighbors. I have friends of, that live in the neighborhood and those two live next to each other. And I might have dated both of them at one point. Not at the same time, but maybe one was like one date to the other one. It was nothing serious. But I about died when they are walking up together. One can't turn his neck. Okay, not my type. Um, Was never my type and probably why I'm not dating him. And not to mention, way too young for me at the time. So, okay, why am I going on like this? But they both walked up together and I wanted to die. I, I pretended not to see him, but it was too late. They saw me, they made eye contact. They both came to talk to me and I was just like, oh my God, I need a f- new fucking gym. I need a new gym where I can work out and not see somebody I went on a date with five years ago. But aside from that, after my workout and running into those two that I would have rather not seen, although one was hot, one was not. So I was only half embarrassed about one of my choices. And I go, I'm walking out the door, heading down, and there's a very hot guy, very hot, not too muscly, could turn his head a decent amount, didn't look like he was having trouble walking. 
he holds the door before me, he smiles, and I'm like, oh, super cute. You know, I thought, he's going to say hi or something. He goes, he says to me as I'm walking out the door, have a nice evening, ma'am. Ma'am. What the? Okay, after a certain age, I know this is polite. It's polite to say ma'am. It's proper manners in the South, but we're not, I'm not in fucking Georgia. I'm not in the South. This is California. People don't say ma'am here unless you're usually women over a certain age. And I know once we hit a certain age, we don't really want to be called ma'am. What is that about? I don't know why, but it made me laugh. Here I think, oh, this hot guy's like smiling at me. He's like thinking I'm cute. And he calls me ma'am. He called me ma'am. And by the way, he was probably close to the same age as me. So what the fuck are you doing calling me ma'am? I mean, I wasn't calling him sir. I mean, I do say sir. Why is sir polite and not offensive and totally could be an 18-year-old to an 80-year-old? But ma'am is like, no, if you're called ma'am, you're probably over 50. I think. I mean, although I do get called miss sometimes, but I guess, you know, I'm still better than running into two guys I dated at the gym. So, all right, we're going to move along to the next topic. I have a question for people. When you need advice from somebody you trust, or maybe you have an issue you want to run by a lot of people, maybe it's a relationship concern, or maybe it's job advice, or something to do with family. Who do you go to? Is it topic-specific? Do you have a best friend you want to buy? I just have was thinking about this the other day, because I want to say, especially when it comes to relationships, do you ever notice if you're having any kind of issue or something's on your mind, or even if it's people at work, it might be someone you don't know very well. You might throw out a little tidbit, or they ask you what's going on, what's wrong. I would say be very careful who you get advice from in general. And I mean, really, I mean, sometimes if it's trivial stuff, yeah, ask someone. But I think ultimately, deep down, we all know the answers. We just like to get, we want to hear someone else corroborate it, or agree, or give us that boost we needed to go like, yeah, I I knew it. I knew it. I knew I was right. But honestly, you you probably always know what to do since you're the only one in your body, your thoughts, and we all have that internal guidance system. But I was thinking about this. I'm like, you know, do you ever notice, like I was thinking about my own therapist for divorce or marriage counselor. She was divorced, not remarried. And maybe she had a boyfriend, but I mean, I know people can learn from what they go through and pass on that wisdom, but I, and if I looked back, I probably would be like, you know, I think we should get a marriage counselor who's made it through shit and has made it last 30 years and has more of the keys to the kingdom, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm off with that. But here's the other thing. I notice when you have like a relationship issue, as I was saying, if you have something on your mind, be careful. I've learned in the past. I've gone to the wrong people. I used to have a couple good friends I would get advice from and I would think, you know, they always had something to say about my relationship or my boyfriend or what I should do or, you know, even when I was married. If you're not married and you're not happy, let's say it's a relationship or a marriage issue. If you're if you're going to someone for advice and they're not, I guess they could have learned from their mistakes. So I'm playing devil's advocate here. But if they're not currently in a happy situation or married, I don't know. I'm like, I just think what? Maybe I want to go to someone, like if I'm going to go for a job, I want to go to someone who has the experience in that job. I'm going to learn from someone who's doing it, who's walking the walk, who knows what the fuck they're doing. So I think same thing with relationships, right? If I'm going to go, oh my God, how many friends tried to tell me stuff about one of my last boyfriends? And I'm thinking, great, you know, and I don't, you don't really want to hear it sometimes. 
half the time I'd be like, huh, aren't you with someone who's not nice to you? And aren't you kind of unhappy? And why, why are you able to dole out the advice when you don't know how to fix your own situation? Or is it one of those situations where it's like you always kind of know what to say and what to do and tell other people? That's easy. It's clear cut. But when it comes to your own stuff, it's harder. It's harder. Okay, so wait, maybe now I'm taking that back. Am I going to recircle that? No. All right, was that just a waste of three minutes on your ears, on your eardrums? Really, the point is, I think you need to be careful. We need to be careful when we're getting advice. And just make sure it's someone you see as successful in that area or, you know, at least they have something to offer. They've been through something. They've made the mistakes. They know what doesn't work. So in that case, I guess you could go to someone who was divorced as your divorce therapist. Does that make sense? Divorce therapist, marriage counselor. But I think in general, it's like so easy for people to just say, oh, you should do this. You should do that. But they're not doing it. But they might have a good point. Okay. I don't even know if this is making sense. This is why, you know, I really just wanted to pass it on as like a PSA because I think we all tend to get caught up in taking advice from people or people love to give it out unsolicited when their life is a shit show. And you're like, um, yeah, come talk to me when you've got it figured out. But when you're a little insecure about something or maybe vulnerable, you might let it in. You might listen. And then you got to just look at the source, consider the source, know yourself, know you have the answers deep down. Most likely, always know what to do. Feel it in your body. If it feels constricting, if it feels like you can't breathe when you think about something, it's probably the wrong direction. But if you feel calm and expansive and it just feels right, you'll know, you'll know that might be a lot for tonight. And this is why I think hopefully you're all having a listen to this with a glass of wine, at least if it's not like maybe eight in the morning. I think I just circled back and circled around and maybe that didn't make a lot of sense. But I do believe that we need to just be a little selective when we're getting advice and trust yourself more. That's the point, right? Just trust yourself. You know what to do. decided to close out this hot mess of a smorgasbord episode with some actual probably usable thoughts. I just think this is a general loving light message that could go out to all of us, women, men, anyone. How about less judgment, more love? And that means everywhere. I mean, towards yourself especially, we always think about judgment with others. And yes, less judgment, I don't think would hurt anyone. You know, just a little bit more of an open mind. Lean into your own business. Stay in your lane. Think about the judgment, okay? We are hard on ourselves. I know I am. I am probably my own worst critic. So how about a little less judgment and more love towards yourself? Look at yourself as you would if you were a friend or a child. I mean, would you be as harsh? Or would you look back on your life or look at that 20-year-old you or 30-year-old or even the one that yesterday made some stupid ass mistake and be like a little a little kindness, a little kindness towards yourself. Less critical and give yourself that love, that forgiveness that you know what, you're human. We're all human. We're all pretty much trying to do the best we can with the tools we have in our toolbox. In general, I do believe that's true. And yeah, less judgment, more love. Be kind to yourself. And you know what? Smell the fucking roses, have a glass of wine, eat the cheesecake, stress less, dance more. Okay, I said it all. And hope you have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Sexy in the Suburbs. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura Lombardo Official. Have a fabulous day, and until next time, keep it sexy.